After Jesus had revealed himself to his disciples and eating breakfast with them, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. The gospel of the Lord. you to imagine a couple that's about to be married. They just finished their rehearsal dinner and the groom turns to his bride-to-be and says, do you love me? And she smiles and she says, yes, dear, I love you. And he just pauses for a moment and just looks at her. And he says, do you really love me? And you can see the, the, the smile fade away from her face and, and a look of concern. And, and I think in that moment, a, an examination of conscience starts to happen. Like, well, what, what could I have done that would make you question my love for you? Y yes, yes, I love you. And then a third time, now... Now there's, there's a problem. This needs to be addressed. There's some misunderstanding here. We're about to get married tomorrow. How could you question my love? You know everything. That's what Peter says. When Jesus confronts Peter and asks them three times, it's that third time. Peter's response, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Yes, Peter, I know everything. I knew you would deny me three times. I told you you would do that at the Last Supper. And I knew when you did it in the courtyard. And I heard that cock crow three times afterwards. And something has happened in our relationship that needs healing. And your profession of love is that healing. I think sometimes, this is for myself, you know, that I, I see my own sins kind of collectively with everyone else's sins. So, like, how does that impact God? 
But if we love only personally, because you can't love in the abstract. Love, love is always particular. If it's real and it's genuine, there's something particular about it. And so God doesn't love us in the abstract. And we don't love him in the abstract. We love him in a particular way. So also it is with sin. Our sin impacts us in a particular way and it impacts our relationship with him in a very particular way. But what happens in the gospel today is the reconciliation. Because sin is always turning away from God. It's choosing ourself over others or over the Lord. And we all have a default setting that's all about me. We do. And Jesus calls us to be all about him. All about loving and serving others. To free ourselves from ourselves. And he comes to reconcile us with him in a very personal way. The word reconciliation, in the root of the word reconciliation is the word celia. In Latin, celia means eyelash. When we experience reconciliation, we come eyelash to eyelash with another, face to face. Jesus and Peter had their moment of reconciliation, and it was public, before the other disciples. There there needed to be something of a confession and a a profession of faith. He's, He's sinned, now he needs to profess, I do believe in you. I do love you. It's worth knowing that, you know, in Mass, when we begin Mass, one of the options for the, for the penitential rite is, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters. We take ownership for our own individual sins. And then on Sundays and on solemnities, we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty. It's not we believe. In the new translation, they brought that back to the original credo. I need to take possession of my own faith and stand behind the I believe. Pray for the grace as we continue with this Mass that we all recognize that we're in need of his healing love and his mercy. And all the sacraments are are healing and all of them are encounters with his love in different ways. We encounter him in the Eucharist, but before we do, we say, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter underneath my roof, but only say the word and I shall be healed. So we ask the Lord to heal our broken hearts, maybe our fickle hearts, our hearts that are, choose, are quick to choose ourselves over you, but Lord, heal me with your love. For if I knew how much you loved me, I would never sin. May we enter in something of that mystery and try to absorb how much he loves us. Amen.